We would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and this is our first jazz show for the month of February. And of course, the month of February is very important because it is Black History Month. Now, we feature on this show so many artists um, that are African-American, and in many ways, um, just about every show is, is a tribute to um, the African-American movers and shakers and, and ongoing stars in, in jazz music. We're not eliminating anyone else here, but um, especially in the 30s, 40s, 50s, etc., um, the primary movers and shakers in jazz music have all been African-American. We have some new innovators today from all over the world, uh, which is um, absolutely wonderful. But the root of jazz music is still really from what the great African-American musicians uh, developed and progressed uh, in and, uh, and moved along. So we will be doing a very definite uh, tribute to Black History Month a little later on in the show this evening. And uh, we'll be featuring the music of uh, one of the uh, great drummers in jazz and someone who was very, very much involved with the uh, civil rights movement. And it uh, uh, entered into his music in a very definitive way. And I'm talking about drummer Max Roach. And we'll be playing some music by Mr. Roach and company and pertaining specifically to Black History Month a little later on in the show. But our jazz features this month are all going to be female, female instrumentalists. Now, most people associated with jazz music know that there are, have been great uh, uh, female jazz singers over the years, African-American ones. Billie Holiday, Carmen McRae, Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan, and so many others. And, of course, uh, coming from the great blues tradition, Bessie Smith, Ma Rainey. Anyway, um, this month we are featuring women instrumentalists as our jazz feature artists. And um, each of the jazz features this month will be featuring female instrumentalists. And we begin with someone who has been called the first lady of jazz, someone who actually appeared in Vancouver only once, and it was a very, very special evening. I'll tell you more about that in a second. But the jazz feature artist this evening is Mary Lou Williams. Mary Lou Williams was a superb uh, and very innovative pianist. She was a composer and an arranger, and uh, she did so many things with her uh, long life in, in music. She died at, at 71, um, but she was part of jazz music uh, ever since she emerged as an artist in the early 20s. And 
She was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Her birth name was Mary Elfrida Scruggs. And um, when she married uh, saxophonist John Williams, of course, she became Mary Lou Williams. And she married um, uh, Mr. Williams in, uh, when she was 22 and already uh, had established herself uh, not only as a fine uh, piano player, but also a composer and arranger. And she um, wrote arrangements, um, although she never actually played in the band. She wrote arrangements for uh, Jimmy Lunsford's band. Mary Lou was uh, um, born on May 8, 1910, in Atlanta. And her family moved to uh, Pittsburgh. And that's where she was raised, and she learned how to play the piano. She taught herself how to play the piano and uh, became uh, really a virtuoso player, as you'll hear on the jazz feature. She uh, passed away, as I mentioned before, at age 71, May 28, 1981. She was a band leader, composer, arranger, and an incredible pianist. And um, if you want to check her out, you can go on to uh, the Internet and check out Wikipedia. She has a, a very long bio on there, very, very interesting uh, life. And she was really one of the, if not the, foremost female um, instrumentalist in jazz. Now, there were others around uh, uh, Louis Armstrong's wife. Uh, Lil Armstrong was a very fine pianist, but she didn't have the, um, the um, talent and uh, the longevity of Mary Lou Williams. Interestingly enough, uh, Mary, of course, wrote for big bands, including Benny Goodman's band. She wrote one of the big hits for, uh, for Goodman's band, and Goodman wanted to hire her as a, as a regular composer-arranger, but she had other things to do. She was very independently-minded, and, of course, you can imagine uh, being a female in, in a rather uh, male-dominated profession. Uh, she really had to develop a pretty thick skin, especially back in those days, and also because of the fact that she was an African-American. <laughs> so it was uh, a tough road to hoe, but she did it and maintained her dignity and did what she wanted to do. Mary Lou Williams was uh, quite a personality. Interestingly enough, um, she always kept up with the time. She was a very sophisticated musician. She had an apartment in New York City in the mid-40s, and it was the gathering spot for many of the great innovative uh, pianists who were emerging on the scene. Thelonious Monk, Bud Powell, Elmo Hope, um, all of those um, pianists would gather at her house, including Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie and all the other movers and shakers of modern jazz. They would gather at her house and they would exchange ideas and play for one another. And Mary Lou uh, would show them some of her innovations. So, in a way, she was an influence on so many modern jazz players, um, important ones like Monk, Powell, and Elmo Hope, and uh, and others, of course. And uh, she was really well respected. Now, she continued to perform, but then in the mid fifties. Um, Something changed in, in her life. She was always a devout lady, but somehow she became even more devout to the Roman Catholic faith. 
and she decided to um, contribute to the church and um, uh, become uh, extremely uh, uh, religious and pious. And she realized that uh, most of the time she would have to be working in bars and, and nightclubs and so on. She didn't want to do that anymore. Um, she really felt that that was beneath her. So she literally stopped playing for many years. And it was only um, later on that uh, in, in the 1950s that Dizzy Gillespie actually brought her out uh, to perform and, and played a couple of compositions uh, at the Newport Jazz Festival. And then she began to intermittently uh, begin to perform again. Uh, but she still maintained her very religious and devout association with the Roman Catholic Church. This was very, very important in her life. Interestingly enough, she played in Vancouver just once, and the administrator of um, a website that I talk about often, VancouverJazz.com, is administered by a gentleman named Brian Nation. And Brian um, ran um, a jazz society for um, a few years in the mid-'70s called the Vancouver Jazz Society, and he brought in many really fine artists, including Mary Lou Williams. And uh, his venue was um, a converted um, Canadian Legion, which used to be at the corner of 4th Avenue and Trafalgar. And uh, it was a nice little concert hall and uh, very comfortable, good acoustics, all that kind of thing. Uh, the building's no longer there um, as, a, as a, a concert venue, but Mr. Nation um, uh, presented his concerts there. And when Mary Lou performed there, she performed with bassist Wyatt Ruther, who lived here in Vancouver, and she knew Wyatt from her hometown of Pittsburgh because Wyatt was born there. So it was a really, really very fine reunion between these two great musicians. And um, to hear Mary Lou Williams perform was uh, a real privilege for a lot of people. And that was one of the most memorable concerts uh, presented by um, Brian Nation and the Vancouver Jazz Society, which predated, of course, our Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. But um, anyway, all this took place in in the mid-'70s, and uh, that was the only time that Mary Lou played in Vancouver. She always kept up with the times. She was uh, very active. She actually recorded an album with Cecil Taylor, the great innovative uh, pianist, and I asked her about it. She didn't particularly, she wasn't very comfortable uh, doing that album um, for a variety of reasons, but uh, that album exists and uh, it's not easy listening, of course, but uh, it's worth um, it's worth uh, searching for and and checking out if you haven't already. Uh, it's a most uh, interesting album, Cecil Taylor and Mary Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. Our jazz feature, which we're going to get to right now, is a wonderful album that she recorded in 1974 for Folkways Records, and the album is called Zoning, and it's one of my favorite albums by Mary Lou. It's a very personal album. It features Mary Lou uh, in a trio setting, playing um, all of her compositions, with one exception, I'll tell you what that is, uh, with um, bassist Bob Cranshaw, the late great bassist, and the late great drummer 
Mickey Roker um, for the bulk of the tunes. And a couple of tunes uh, she'll perform with a different rhythm section, uh, bassist Milton Suggs and conga drummer Tony Waters. And um, those tunes will come toward the end of the uh, feature. And when I announce it after it's all over, I'll let you know which ones are which. But um, mainly the feature here is the great Mary Lou Williams, this wonderful album. So, as I said, the, all of the compositions are hers except for one. So we begin with one called Syllogism. That's the first uh, selection we're going to hear, and that's her composition. Composition number two is the only non-Mary Lou Williams tune. It was written for her by Dizzy Gillespie, and the tune was called Olinga, and that's tune number two. Tune number three is entitled Medi Two, M-E-D-I Two. Um, that's tune number three. Uh, tune number four is entitled Intermission. Tune number five is entitled Zoning Fungus. <laughs> and <laughs> she um, gets a little help um, on this tune um, by a very good friend, another pianist named Zita Carno. And um, uh, Zita just does some chording on here, but the bulk of the playing here is Mary Lou Williams. That's a very interesting uh, piece of music. And then uh, after Zoning Fungus is a, uh, another Mary Lou Williams composition entitled Holy Ghost. And then we're going to hear one called Rosa May. And um, after Rosa May, we're going to hear one called Praise the Lord, which features um, the different rhythm section, Milton Suggs and Tony Waters on conga drums, and Gloria. And the final tune is called Play It, Mama. So here then is the album, the great album by Mary Lou Williams entitled Zoning. And I hope you enjoy music by this legendary artist and uh, marvelous pianist. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Our jazz feature this evening, the music and piano stylings of the one and only Mary Lou Williams. And of course, uh, Mary Lou was the considered to be the first lady of jazz. And um, she was a pioneering um, female artist who was uh, active from the early 20s when she was just a, a young woman uh, until her death at age 71 in uh, 1981. Mary Lou um, really uh, contributed in the, in the 20s and, and 30s and, and 40s, uh, writing, um, composing, arranging, and of course uh, playing magnificent piano and always keeping up with the times. And uh, this album that we heard this evening is a real prize. It's called Zoning, and uh, it shows that uh, Mary Lou um, lost nothing to uh, contemporary uh, musicians. Uh, she kept up with the times. She liked to work with young, energetic players, and um, of course, her innovative compositions. Um, this is a marvelous uh, portrait of this um, great female jazz star, Mary Lou Williams. We heard her, uh, of course, on piano, playing uh, mostly her own compositions. And uh, um, once again, Mary Lou was born in Atlanta, Georgia, May the 8th, 1910. Um, and she passed away uh, May 28th, 1981. And of course, uh, spanned all those eras of, uh, of jazz music and was uh, an incredibly important artist and uh, someone who influenced um, piano players like Thelonious Monk, and Bud Powell, Elmo Hope, and many, many others, uh, she inspired them uh, as well. And um, they count her as uh, one of their influences, and you can hear why, especially on this album. It's uh, really a, a nice portrait of, um, of Mary Lou Williams. We heard um, the tunes. We began, and of course, um, the rhythm section that uh, she chose um, for um, the first part of the program, bassist Bob Cranshaw and drummer Mickey Roker, and uh, they accompanied her on the, uh, I guess, the, the first, uh, the bulk of the tunes anyway. And we'll run them down. We uh, begin with her composition called Syllogram. That opened the set. And then uh, a composition that Dizzy Gillespie composed for her. And it, uh, this, that was the second tune called Olinga. And then back to her compositions, Medi Two, And then we heard one called Intermission. And then a very, very good friend of hers joined... Um, um, on second piano on the next tune, uh, playing some interesting chords and, and so on. And, uh, but it, the bulk of the solo power there was Mary Lou, of course. And the tune was entitled Zoning Fungus. And then we followed that one with Holy Ghost. And we followed that one with Ghost of Love. And then we heard one called Praise the Lord. And when we got to praise the Lord, um, she was backed 
by a new rhythm section, Milton Suggs on bass and Tony Waters on conga drums. And um, after Praise the Lord, we heard Gloria, and the final tune was entitled Play It Mama, all her own compositions, all recorded in 1974, Mary Lou Williams, our jazz feature artist this evening. And uh, we're going to have a whole month of um, jazz feature artists, all female. And Mary Lou was the first because she was such a, not only a magnificent musician, but a real pioneer um, in jazz music, Mary Lou Williams. All right. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9. Next up is a tribute to Black History Month, but we have some announcements to, uh, to, to uh, give you, and we'll be right back. My name's Gavin Walker, and as I mentioned before, if you're listening on your computer, it's www.citr.ca, and we'll be right back. CITR Radio would like to remind you... Just trying to get a full picture of what happened. How far did this big world go? And then the big, beautiful dry cat moves just walk up right in front of us and stood there and looked at me. I still love you, but why are you so mean to me? I have no relative, no nobody. I have got only you. CITR and Discorder have produced some pretty fab radio docs, and you can too. We're hosting How to Make a Radio Documentary with Gordon Caddick and Sam Fenn of Sighted Podcast on Tuesday, January 30th from 6 to 8 p.m. in room 2505 in the AMS Nest. Come out and learn about the process of radio documentary making straight from the producers of the Sighted Podcast. The workshop will cover finding your story, how to get good tape, transcribing, editing, writing, and so much more. The new Emily Carr University campus is hosting its first exhibition of 2018 on January 25th from 6 to 9 p.m. called Leaning Out of Windows, Step 1. The exhibition combines artworks made through artist-scientist collaborations and will include a panel discussion called The Translation Hub on January 27th from 2 to 5. The exhibition is up from January 26th to February 8th. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Black History Month is the month of February, and one of the great musicians who contributed to black history in a very musical way was drummer Max Roach, and of course Max was one of the pioneers of modern jazz, and round about the late, Max was always aware of his um, ancestry was a very proud man and um, really stood up for human rights and, and civil rights all throughout his life. But something changed in the late 50s, and there was 
a time in America. Max had seen a lot of, of stuff in his lifetime. And it was uh, the late 50s was a time of really um, strong awareness of civil rights. And things were um, getting pretty heated up in the United States, <laughs> as they do every once in a while. I think we're all witnessing uh, things right now. But um, in, the, in the late 50s, it was happening as well. And uh, some people say things haven't changed at all. Um, perhaps they're right in many ways. However, Max was one of those people, and, and he made a declaration. There was an article in Downbeat magazine on, on Max, and, and he did come out and, and say that he's changing his music completely. And he said there is, from now on, I am playing music that will have social significance. It will be pertaining to my race, my culture, and my people. And I'm not going to I'm not going to go back. Everything that I play will have meaning in that direction. And he meant it. Um, interestingly enough, a few years later he was boycotted from recording for several years because people wouldn't touch Max. They, they, despite his greatness as a musician, they felt that his stance was far too militant. And uh, the record company executives backed off. It wasn't until he was able to sign with Atlantic Records um, in 1965 that uh, he resumed his recording career. But most of the 60s, from about 1961 on, he didn't record at all. He was boycotted. We're going to go back to an incredible recording that Max did, one of the first where um, he really, it became very out front that uh, his music had changed. And this is a recording that is still controversial in many respects. It's called We Insist, The Freedom Now Sweet. And Max wrote the music for this, and if there are lyrics, and there are, they were provided by Oscar Brown Jr. And the vocalist on here was a lady who was um, Max Roach's wife of the time, the great singer Abby Lincoln. And she contributes mightily to the success of this recording. And it was issued on a small independent label. There was a lot of great recordings on this label. It came out on Candid Records. And, of course, it's a classic now. And it featured Max's regular band, um, augmented by some very fine people. And in Max's regular band, the great Booker Little on trumpet, wonderful Ill, sadly ill-fated trumpet player who died of um, uremia, which is a, a, a kidney ailment, at age 23, virtuoso trumpet player, was every bit the musician that Wynton Marsalis is, um, and unfortunately didn't live long enough to completely fulfill his promise. But we hear him on this recording, and he, of course, is magnificent. On trombone, someone who is still very much with us, Julian Priester on trombone, um, one of my favorite tenor saxophonists is on here, Walter Benton, and he was part of Max's regular band. And the bassist 
is a gentleman from Newark, New Jersey. Um, not a big name among bass players, but a very reliable guy um, at the time with a big sound, Jimmy Shank on bass. And, of course, Max on drums. And the vocals are done by Abby Lincoln. Um, later on, on the we're, we're going to play three pieces of music from this suite. Later on, um, there'll be some added uh, percussion in, in, um, with Raymond Mantilla and Thomas Duval added on percussion and Michael Ulatunji added as well. Uh, on percussion on the third piece of music. Guest soloist on the very first piece is one of the great pioneers of jazz saxophone. I'm talking about Coleman Hawkins, the father of the tenor saxophone. And he involved himself uh, with this project, playing on this one tune only, and delivers a very, very emotional solo. The first tune is called Drive a Man, and it basically is harkens back to the slave days in the United States. The second tune is called Freedom Day, which celebrates the emancipation of the slaves. And tune number three goes way into the next century, and it's dedicated to the horrible massacre that took place in Johannesburg in South Africa during the apartheid era before Nelson Mandela. And um, a whole bunch of innocent people were shot down and killed. And and, uh, the third piece is entitled Tears for Johannesburg, all from this great album called The Freedom Now Suite. We begin drive a man. Drive a man, he made a life, but the mammy ain't his wife. Chopping cotton, don't be slow, better finish out your road. Keep a moving with that plow. Drive a man will show you how. Get to work and root that stump. Drive a man will make you jump. Better make your hammer ring. Drive a man will start to swing. Ain't but two things on my mind. Drive a man and quit in time.
As our tribute to Black History Month, we were listening to Max Roach's Freedom Now Suite from an album done in 1960 with his working band, which included, of course, his wife, Abby Lincoln, doing the vocals, Mr. Roach, of course, Max on drums, Booker Little on trumpet, Walter Benton on tenor saxophone, Julian Priester on trombone, and Jimmy Schenk on bass. And um, the first piece of music was entitled Drive a Man and depicting um, slavery days. And um, the soloist on there was a guest artist, the father of the tenor saxophone, very emotional uh, solo on that first piece by Coleman Hawkins. Then the regular, the working band came back for tune number two, which was entitled Freedom Day, um, dedicated, of course, to Emancipation Day. And the final tune was dedicated to the city of Johannesburg, which, of course, that horrible massacre which took place there during the apartheid years in South Africa. And uh, Max Roach wrote that tune called Tears for Johannesburg. And some percussionists were added uh, to the working band. Um, Michael Olatunji on congas, uh, Ray Mantia on various percussion instruments, and Thomas Dubow on uh, percussion instruments. The um, words uh, to the first two tunes, um, Max Roach, of course, wrote all the melodies. But the words to the first two tunes were also written by Oscar Brown Jr. And of course, this is a, a classic album, and it was the, the real beginning of Max Roach uh, fulfilling his um, new duty to play music that had sociological significance. And after that, he never, never, ever let up. Um, Max Roach was really a a pioneer of uh, playing music, that uh, quality music that had um, significance to the civil rights movement. We're going to close from an album that Max did in the early 80s, recorded in New York with his working quartet with Cecil Bridgewater on trumpet, Odin Pope on tenor saxophone, Calvin Hill on bass, and Max Roach on drums. And the voice that you hear is unmistakable. I don't even have to tell you who it is. The piece of music is a Max Roach composition. He entitles it, The Dream, It's Time. And uh, this will be our final tribute on the show to Black History Month, the music of Max Roach.
one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal.
Max Roach and his quartet, recorded in New York City in 1980 from an album called Chattahoochee Red. That was uh, Max Roach's composition entitled The Dream, It's Time. The people involved in that powerhouse quartet, Cecil Bridgewater on trumpet, Odine Pope on tenor saxophone, and Kelvin Hill on bass, and of course, Mr. Max Roach on drums. And uh, we heard some selections dedicated to the month of February, which, of course, is Black History Month. And Max Roach being one of the foremost bearers of music that had, in his words, sociological significance. And um, he remained true to his artistic muse right up until his death, Mr. Max Roach. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and we're here every Monday night with some of the very best in jazz music. We have some announcements to make and uh, a few things to, uh, to do, and then we're going to return to a great Canadian musician, and um, his name, Robbie Botos, and... Robbie is uh, a resident of Toronto, but he is one of our national treasures. He is an incredible pianist and uh, a marvelous person, and we'll tell you a little more about Robbie in a little while. Um, Before we actually take a break, I'd just like to to remind you of two very significant websites um, on your computer. One of them, of course, is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. 
also the schedule for one of Vancouver's leading jazz clubs, Frankie's, which, of course, is on Beatty Street, just opposite to uh, BC Place. And, of course, so much uh, good music is presented at Frankie's. Um, it's uh, choreographed musically by Corey Weeds, of course, who um, ran the uh, cellar for so many years and, of course, is an extremely fine instrumentalist, very, very fine musician, and, of course, he really is Mr. Jazz, a very busy fellow, has his own record label and all this kind of stuff, and he programs um, great music uh, at Frankie's. And uh, the schedule is on the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. And they also have independent concerts uh, throughout the year. And, of course, the big jazz festival every year. So that's coastaljazz.ca. And uh, that's a good one to go on. Um, if you're interested in going to Frankie's and interested in artists, there's a whole schedule of artists that will be appearing there. And there's some really great shows coming up. Uh, you can um, go on to the Coastal Jazz website and check out uh, Frankie's and, of course, um, book tables and all that kind of stuff uh, right there uh, at, on that particular website. So that's always an excellent idea. So there you go. Frankie's and um, Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, coastaljazz.ca. The other fine uh, website is the website of the vancouverjazz.com, and that is excellent one as well. I would like to tell you about a, um, a very special show coming up uh, at Frankie's by a lady by the name of Carrie Burdett. And she's going to be there on the 8th of February, just around the corner. Uh, you can make reservations uh, for Carrie. She is a unique stylist. Um, she studied over in the uh, big island of uh, Hawaii. And uh, she has worked with uh, a wonderful pianist, by the name of Lawrence Hopgood. And she really is a, a very unique kind of a singer. She's a mezzo uh, vocalist, and uh, she sings all kinds of uh, uh, wonderful jazz based on uh, 1940s French swing, Spanish gypsy jazz, um, music uh, like that, which is always very appealing. And she'll, she'll be appearing with... Uh, um, Mark Atkinson on guitar, uh, Meredith Bates uh, from the Pugs and Crows um, playing violin, um, Adrian Dolan, of course, uh, is, will be there uh, playing keyboards, accordion, and, uh, of course, John Lee, a very wonderful bass player, will be working there uh, with her. So that's a, a very interesting um, show. At, uh, at Frankie's, and um, she'll be there on the 8th of February. So do check it out, and if you get onto the Coastal Jazz website, you can see the show and book uh, a table and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. All right. 
Let's not forget Pat's Pub either. That's a that's a great place. Um, the shows are always free. Saturday afternoons, some of our very finest musicians are at Pat's Pub. Uh, they play from three to seven every Saturday afternoon. No admission charge at all, and very comfortable environment down there in the old Patricia Hotel. So uh, do check out Pat's Pub. All right. Uh, we'll be back in a few moments with Robbie Botos. So you're a member of CITR and Discorder, but are you a true friend? Get a Friends of CITR and Discorder card for $20 for discounts in Kitsilano and around UBC at On the Fringe Hair Design, Rufus Guitar Shop, Stormcrow Ale House, The Bike Kitchen, UBC Bookstore, Australian Boot Company, and so many more. What's up at UBC? Read the UBC. It's only the largest student newspaper in Western Canada, and it's written and edited entirely by UBC students. The UBC is your source for on-campus news, culture, and sports. New editions come out every Monday and Thursday. For breaking news, as well as amazing videos and blogs, check out ubc.ca. Now's the time we usually talk about the weather, and <laughs> that's always a, a topic of conversation in Vancouver. But, uh, you know, we've got it pretty good here. A lot of people have been complaining about the rain and getting down, so much rain. And blah, blah. You know, we don't have a whole lot to complain about. The rain, yes, of course, the dull days and all that, and we all miss the sunshine. When it breaks through, even for 10 minutes, people go nuts. But... Um, we could be in a deep freeze like the rest of the country with piles of snow and ice and all kinds of unpleasant weather. And the weather in Vancouver really, aside from the rain, hasn't been too bad and warm too, uh, <laughs> considering uh, what the rest of the country is getting. Anyway, tonight is mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of precipitation overnight and a low of 6 Tomorrow will be mainly cloudy with a little more chance of precipitation, 60% tomorrow, uh, with a low of 6 and a high of 9. Uh, Wednesday, a bit of a downturn, periods of rain. Um, yeah, we've had, <laughs> we've had enough of that, but we get, we're, we're going to get some more on Wednesday. A low of 8 and high of 9, not much variation in temperature. And then a break on Thursday, only a 40% chance of uh, shower and 
basically cloudy on Thursday with a low of 7, high of 9. Then Friday, a mix of sun and cloud. Woo! All right. With a low of 4 and a high of 7. And then Saturday is sunny. Sunny. Yes. With uh, a low, a cool low of minus 3 and a high of plus 6. And then Sunday will be a mix of sun and cloud with a low of minus 1 and a high of Seven, a tropical high of seven. So there, there's the outlook for the rest of the week. All right. Robbie Botos is an incredible musician who has recorded um, many things, uh, uh, done many recordings. This is a very innovative recording. This is his latest. It's called Old Soul, and it's a wonderful uh, recording of his compositions. Robbie was born in um, Budapest, and uh, he is of um, Romani descent, and um, he came here with his uh, family, uh, left the, you know, Eastern Europe has not been too kind to the Romanis, and um, Robbie, of course, uh, suffered from, uh, and his family suffered from that kind of uh, racism and persecution and all that sort of stuff that is pretty prevalent in those Eastern European countries, and came to Canada. And, of course, his whole family, uh, his brothers and, and, and Robbie, they, they are so incredibly talented musicians. Uh, Robbie, um, yes, he's basically a, a keyboard artist, uh, plays all, all the keyboards and, and of course, piano, uh, but he plays drums, bass, all kinds of um, uh, different instruments, and so do his brothers. And uh, quite an amazing family, Robbie Botos. Anyway, this is his latest album, and it's called Old Soul. And it features a gentleman who, uh, although he wasn't born here, he was raised here in Vancouver. I'm talking about the great tenor saxophonist Seamus Blake. Uh, Seamus is heard on tenor saxophone, and he's also heard on the iwi, which is um, the um, electronic wind instrument. Um, that's what Iwi stands for. And, of course, uh, you got to be good to play that one, too. It takes uh, a lot of talent. And uh, Seamus is an amazing, amazing musician. Larnell Lewis is on drums, and Mike Downs is um, playing acoustic and electric bass. And they, on the two tunes that we're going to hear, there is a string section, um, two violins, a viola, and a cello. Uh, I won't get into the names because uh, um, that's all you have to know. And we're going to hear two pieces. The first piece of music is called Budapest. And it's a dedication to Robbie's hometown where he was lived the first 20 years of his life. And um, it's a beautiful piece of music. Um, as Robbie says, this is a song that contains, and I'm quoting here, this is a song that contains mixed feelings. A bittersweet tribute to one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Many different experiences um, there for the first 20 years of my life. Some of the best, but unfortunately, some of the harshest ones too. And of course, that goes to um, Robbie's ancestry, which is, of course, Romani. 
The second piece of music uh, is, again, uh, a wonderful composition that goes all over the place, and you'll hear um, Romani influences, folk music, Baroque music, classical, jazz, funk, gospel, fusion, uh, all of this in one piece of music, and it's the title track entitled Old Soul. And um, this is, I think, Robbie's finest musical statement so far. It's a wonderful album, and um, you can uh, go on Robbie's website and find out how to purchase this album, because I know you're going to love the music. www.robbiebotos.com Now, I'll spell it out for you. www.robibotos.com That's how it is. All All one word there. RobbieBotos.com. Okay, here is the music.
the stunning music of Robbie Botos. Both of these extended compositions were by him and with his quartet featuring Seamus Blake on tenor saxophone, uh, Robbie on piano keys and uh, melodica and percussion. Um, of course, plays all of these things. Uh, Larnell Lewis was the drummer and Mike Downs on acoustic bass. And we also heard um, a string section on both pieces with two violins, a viola, and a cello. And the pieces of music we heard, the first one was uh, Robbie's composition dedicated to his hometown where he was born, and it was entitled Budapest. And the second piece of music was in, uh, was the title track of the album called Old Soul. One of Canada's most incredible musicians, and um, he's been here with his family for uh, for many years, resides in Toronto, uh, an in- unbelievably talented uh, artist and talented family as well, Robbie Botos. And this album is available. Uh, you can, if you're interested in the album, uh, to purchase www.robbiebotos.com. And Robbie Botos is all one word, R-O-B-I-B-O-T-O-S.com. Old Soul is the title of the album. It's his latest and I think his best. We're going to turn now to uh, some homegrown talent. Hmm. All right. Right from Vancouver. This is a wonderful album called Departure. And it's on uh, Corey Weed's label, the Seller Live label. And it's a double quartet. It's... um, it's called the BC Double Quartet, but BC doesn't stand for the province. <laughs> In a way, it does, yes. But it stands for Bill Kuhn. And Bill Kuhn, of course, is one of the finest guitarists in the country, and we're very, very, very lucky that he lives here in Vancouver and uh, has contributed um, to the musical scene here in Vancouver for many years. And he is also a, a wonderful writer and arranger. This is... Uh, He's of an equal talent um, doing all of those things. And all of this music is uh, his. Uh, He composed it and arranged it. And so we're going to hear Bill on um, arch top and nylon string guitars with Brad Turner playing the trumpet, Paul Ruska on acoustic bass, Bernie Arai on drums, and... A string section led by the great Cam Wilson on lead violin, uh, then Yule Yanni on violin, Henry Lee on viola, and Finn Menaki on cello, or Finn Manaki uh, on cello. Uh, one of those names that uh, you can pronounce in different ways. Anyway, um, Bill Kuhn wrote these two tunes and, of course, did the arrange, arranging and everything else. And we're going to hear the tunes called, the first one is called Enough to Know, and the second tune is the title track, Departure. So here then is the BC Double Quartet. (laughs) 
Those two tracks are from a wonderful album by Bill Kuhn, the BC Double Quartet, which stands, of course, for the Bill Kuhn Double Quartet. Uh, it's got a double meaning, of course, but uh, there you go. And these are all resident musicians that live right here in Vancouver. Um, Bill Kuhn, of course, was the uh, leader playing archtop and nylon string guitars and, of course, wrote all the music and arranged it all for um, his uh, quartet and um, a four-piece string section. The people heard here, of course, Brad Turner on trumpet, um, Paul Rushka on acoustic bass, Bernie Arai on drums, and the violin section, the great Cam Wilson playing lead violin, Yul Yanni playing second, uh, Henry Lee on viola, and Finn Manneke on cello. And uh, we heard two Bill Kuhn compositions. The first one was entitled Enough to Know, and the second tune was the title track of the album called Departure. And this album has been issued on Cellar Live. And uh, it's easily available. You just go to the Cellar Live website, and um, you can check it out and purchase this uh, very, very fine album. It's brand new, and it's a, a lovely document. Bill Kuhn. We'll hear more from that album. We're going to turn now to, um, a, once again, the beloved Canadian city of Toronto, where these musicians are based. And they're all fine ones. Um, this is from a brand new album by pianist Mario Romano. And it's called Fenero's Non Dementicar is the title of the album. And it's on Modica music. And um, I'll tell you how to purchase it later on. We're just going to hear one tune from this. But it's a, uh, he is a tremendous pianist, um, Mario Romano on piano, and the great Pat LaBarbera on tenor saxophone, uh, William uh, Sparandi on trumpet, Roberto Acapinti on bass, and Mark McLean on drums. And we're going to hear a tune that uh, was written by Eric Clapton and Jack Bruce. And uh, everybody should know this melody. It's called The Sunshine of Your Love. Mario Romano with Pat LaBarbera.
Sorry for that interruption. I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> we'll take the tune all over again right now.
You don't mess with those guys, I'll tell you. That's uh, Mario Romano from his album Fenny Rose Non Dementicar. And, of course, that was uh, Eric Clapton and Jack Bruce's classic, The Sunshine of Your Love, played uh, in a jazz style with Mario Romano on piano, Pat LaBarbera on tenor saxophone, uh, William Sarandai on trumpet, Roberto Acopinti on bass, and Mark McLean on drums. And uh, you can find this music, Modica Music, if you go to uh, www.marioromano.ca. That's all you have to do. M-A-R-I-O-R-O-M-A-N-O dot C-A. Very simple. And uh, if... This is a wonderful album by uh, some great people. All right. Organist legend Jimmy Smith was an incredible musician. And this stands as one of my favorite Jimmy Smith performances. Uh, It was done live, recorded in 1968, uh, at a place called uh, Pachelle's La Carousel in Atlanta, Georgia. And if you hear the background, there's a lot of talking, and nobody's really paying any attention to the music. This is kind of the, what happens sometimes when musicians play in bars. And obviously the band is playing for itself. And um, uh, Jimmy Smith... Um, gets very intense on this piece, as if he's saying, okay, we're going to make people shut up here just by playing so great. And um, there were people, of course, that were listening to it. This is a big place. Um, and the band just burns on this one. This is Jimmy Smith on the Hammond organ, George Benson on guitar, And Donald Bailey on drums, who was with Jimmy Smith for so many years. Donald Duck. (laughs) That's what we all called him. What a wonderful man and wonderful musician. So these three guys, Jimmy Smith, George Benson, and Donald Bailey, are going to play a tune that uh, Jimmy titled himself, of course, and it's called The Boss. Check out Jimmy on this one. Thank <laughs> you. 
We heard a couple of tunes from, well, first of all, uh, we heard a great performance by Jimmy Smith uh, from the album The Boss. We heard the title track recorded uh, in Atlanta, Georgia at uh, a club called um, <laughs> Pachelle's La Carousel back in 1968. And we heard Jimmy, of course, with George Benson on guitar and Donald Bailey on drums, and this incredible uh, performance by Jimmy Smith, uh, just tearing up the, uh, the Hammond. Then we move to an album which is uh, kind of obscure. It's called The Young Lions, and of course they were all young lions at the time. This was recorded in um, April of 1960 in New York City. Um, the name, 20 years later, was appropriated by um, so many of the young men that were associated with Wynton Marcellus, uh, so many uh, young musicians came up from New Orleans and started making waves. Terrence Blanchard, uh, uh, the Marcellus brothers, etc., Marlon Jordan, all kinds of people. Uh, and they were called the Young Lions. But uh, this is uh, 20 years before all of the Wynton Marcellus stuff happened. And this was done in 1960. And these guys were young lions. Lee Morgan on trumpet, 
one of my favorite alto saxophonists, the, the great and still living Frank Strozier, Wayne Shorter, who is still with us on tenor saxophone, Bobby Timmons at the piano, Bob Cranshaw on bass, and Albert Tootie Heath on drums. And, of course, uh, um, Strozier, who doesn't, unfortunately doesn't play anymore, but Shorter is still out there, and Tootie Heath is still playing, too. And uh, we heard two compositions. The first one was entitled Fat Lady, written by pianist Bobby Timmons. And the second tune was a Wayne Shorter composition called Peaches and Cream. And it's from this album that came out on VJ Records called The Young Lions. And that's it for another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR. Or... Of course, if you listen on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and I hope you enjoyed the show this evening, and we'll be back next Monday evening. We start at 9, and we carry on until after midnight. Anyway, take care, and uh, the weather's going to be okay Uh, toward the end of the week, but we're still, you know, nice and warm and all this kind of stuff compared to the rest of the country. So even though it's going to rain a little bit, uh, get out there and enjoy it and uh, uh, breathe the nice fresh air, (laughs) even though it's damp. All right. Thank you very much once again for listening, and uh, we'll see you in seven days' time. Bye-bye, and take care of yourselves. Thank <laughs> you.